This is the Out of Character Podcast. Introducing your host, Brian Colbert. Welcome, world, welcome to episode 10. 10. That's right, 10 people. We in double digits. Episode 10 of the Out of Character Podcast. I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And we appreciate you for listening, for supporting, and for showing love. Y'all know I'm so grateful for y'all. I don't got to say it every time, but I'm going to say it every time. Thank you so much for constantly supporting the Out of Character Podcast because we have made it to 10 episodes, people. There's something special about getting into double digits in anything, man, because nothing is easy to do and continue to do. But we plan on continuing this Out of Character Podcast for a thousand episodes man so shout out to y'all shout out to episode 10 and bro we got a lot for y'all today man we have a packed show for y'all bro we gonna give y'all some more finance game because this is tax season we know that there can never be enough game when it comes to financial literacy so we are gonna try to give y'all as many financial segments during the tax season as we can we also are gonna introduce a new health segment in man i got a doctor for y'all out of character has secured themselves a doctor not only do we have a financier do we not only have one of the greatest storytellers of all time in james meeks but we now have a doctor so we will be introducing him later and lastly people i have a very special guest for you guys i don't even know if i want to tell y'all like too much about this guest because i just want you guys to just hear him speak because just from hearing him speak you're gonna know exactly what he's all about it's my brother ricky and he is going to talk to us about how he secured himself a sugar mama people yes i have a homeboy that has successfully secured himself a sugar mama and is currently with said sugar mama and has all of his bills paid people this is a young black king and let me tell you off top this black king is perfectly able to provide for himself and he does he has this money that she gives him is just extra it's just extra meat on the plate people and bro we're gonna get into all of this man we have a lot of dope stuff for y'all but to start the show like we've been starting the show i feel like we're becoming a political podcast i promise you we're not i promise you we are not the political podcast but just lately you know some things been going on that i feel like we've just had to talk about that it would be irresponsible of me not to discuss as a devoted journalist because people i am a devoted journalist all right so let's just, just get a little more pol- just a little more a little more of the politics in man we just gonna get a little more in so we last time we spoke we talked about how joe biden january 20th would be the official president man he would they did have the inauguration even though we weren't sure what it was going to be like because of covid and all that we were going to have an inauguration we are finally going to close the chapter that is donald trump people man a beautiful beautiful thing so now that we're here it's thursday like we always record and people the inauguration has happened we officially have a new president right now i am talking to you in a country that is ran by joe biden but most importantly by kamala harris yes people joe biden and kamala harris are officially in office and it is a beautiful thing and honestly all i want to talk about right now is my queen 
Kamala Harris, man. Shout out to her. Didn't she look good? Didn't she look lovely? Stepping out in that royal blue, my favorite color. Oh, she looked good in that royal blue, didn't she? She stepped out and just with so much grace and so much poise. And to me, it was just the perfect embodiment of what a strong black queen is. Look at her making history, people. Look at that queen making history. She is the first woman not black woman the first woman vice president ever ever as a sister as a black queen do you know what that means do you know what that means to have that on our television screens i don't have a daughter but if i ever once had a daughter i am honored that there is a sister like that that i can point to there's plenty of other sisters that you can of course but historically there has never been a woman vice president and now for all of our daughters for all of our nieces for all of our young sisters for all of our older sisters we can point to a woman and say look at that look what she did and she is an example of excellence and she is why you as a black queen are beautiful amazing strong and can accomplish anything and that's what i felt that's what i saw when i looked at kamala on that stage right there man honestly man I, it just it filled me up with so much joy because it was just an image that was so necessary and all the ugly wildness that has been donald trump yes people kamala look good oh my goodness man so she just looked like she just smelled good like if he was just near it, she smelled good speaking of smell good who else looked amazing was michelle obama michelle man it was just a beautiful day for black queens man michelle obama looked amazing but rock looked smooth and suave as always as all kings do and it was just a dope moment even seeing them do the little fist bump like that moment where you know two black people make it to a place that a lot of people said they couldn't a place where others before them just weren't able to make it because of barriers and so when you get to that point with another black or brown person and you realize yo both of us made it man we made it here it's a beautiful moment because it's not only just about y'all and your accomplishments it's about what's going to happen with the next generation because if you were able to cross this wall if you were able to jump this hurdle imagine what the people after you will be able to do because of your sacrifices and because of your accomplishments man so shout out to kamala i know that biden is the president but all i can think about is her at this time because i truly feel in the next four years she's gonna be running for office and she's gonna win it because i just you can just tell her presence bruv when she was out there she just captivated everybody like she was what obama was years ago when he was just able to captivate the audience you know i mean even trump was able to captivate the audience and and kamala to me just oh my gosh when she was amazing shout out to her such a big accomplishment being the first woman vice president because it means we're one step closer to having a woman president man so shout out to her man that was so dang cool man me being just you know having a strong mother having a strong sister just loving women in general bro it's just it was so damn cool to see her doing her thing and it was just a beautiful day like i said seeing michelle and kamala up there it was just so so amazing to see these black queens up there man and speaking of black queens speaking of black queens like i said today is thursday and today was the actual official day of ashanti and keisha cole's versus now people i say it like that because if you didn't know if you weren't following this thing has been rescheduled and postponed so many times it reminds me of that time when you see that friend from high school that you run into like every other 
six or seven months, right? Like you run into maybe once a year, and y'all see each other. You say, "Yo, what's good, homie, man? Yo, we gotta link up. Oh man, we gotta link up, bro. I ain't seen you forever. Oh man, we got to. Hey, bro, I'm gonna text you, man. We gonna link up, blah blah. We gonna make plans. And maybe y'all have texted. Maybe y'all did text after that initial moment, but no plans were ever made, and it was just pushed off into the next seven to eight months where you ran up to this person again at Starbucks or some shit. Y'all had that same awkward tango. Oh man, I see you in a minute. Oh man, I see you in a minute. Hey, bro, man, we definitely gotta link up. It's been so long. And then like ten or twelve years passing, you you had have no intention of meeting or hanging out with this person at all that's very similar to how this versus battle felt between ashanti and akisha cole it felt like it was never gonna happen it felt like it was just something nice to talk about a good thought but people it's happened it happened and let me tell you just me as an r&b fan as a love of hip-hop and r&b man I, I was just so happy to see these two queens there man they look good oh my gosh talk about looking and smelling good oh my goodness they both looked amazing they, this is just another example that this sisters age beautifully because they looked exactly the same to me anyway as I saw when they was on TV and in music videos back on MTV and VH1 and BET and all that. They looked great. These sisters looked amazing. I was just so happy to see these queens celebrated because they are big music stars and I'm not going to front. During this buildup, I felt that Ashanti was just getting disrespected on the regular. I know that Keisha Cole makes amazing music. And I know Keisha Cole panders to that heartbroken female. That, oh my goodness, this man did me wrong and I'm going to make a song about it female. I get it. She has gotten y'all through some rough breakups. I'm, I like Keisha Cole too. Trust me, I get it. But Ashanti... Ashanti, Murder Inc. Ashanti, she has made so many hits and been a part of so many classics. I just did not feel like she got the respect that she deserved. But people, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not going to say who we thought won because I, I, I'm not here to tell you guys who I thought won. We're going to call it a tie because I'm just here to celebrate black queens. I'm just here to celebrate black excellence because I feel like tonight, you know, something I saw that I didn't really care for and I just want to touch on real quick is how black women are constantly being judged and disrespected. I, it's just anytime there's sisters involved in something, the conversation and rhetoric always has to be towards the attitudes and the way they're carrying themselves and them feeling some type of way or something being catty. And I just, I really didn't understand it. I didn't get the vibes from watching it, but also wasn't looking for that. I'm listening for the cuts. I'm listening for the hits. I'm not really watching body language like that, but of course it happens because this is on live stream and man, the judgment that came from these two women, not even just about their body language, but like they singing, like, bro, you got to understand, you know how hard it is just to FaceTime somebody and the whole conversation be clear. These women are singing high pitched vocals over a live stream like it's it was like two because of covid they weren't in the same room so like imagine how tough that is and there was people they was oh y'all don't gotta sing it y'all don't gotta sing it man i don't care what y'all say there is no way that ashanti there is no way that kisha cole can't sing in real life i don't even know why we would even act like that's a thing we are clearly all watching this versus because these women are so talented and got pipes. And we got the nerve to judge these women and say they can't sing. They wearing too much makeup. They look like they got issues. Keisha Cole was mad late. Nah, nah. I get it. She was late. Now, that's just telling the truth. If you want to critique her for being late, that is very true. But, people, we always late to stuff. All of y'all are going to be late to work tomorrow because y'all stayed up late to watch this. Let's keep it a buck. Y'all kids got showers late. Y'all kids went to bed late. Y'all probably even cooked dinner late all for this occasion. And y'all going to be mad at Keisha Cole for being a little late, for being a little tardy? People, we got to understand this is like the cookout. A cookout never start on time. That's called CP time, people. That is a real thing, man. I don't like to push black stereotypes, but that is a real thing, people. I 
live my whole life is on CP time. And I don't mind. I don't mind, people. I know it's just a product of my environment. That's what I'm going to say. I don't even know if it's a product of my environment. I just know I'm always late to shit. I mean well. And personally, that's what I think all black people do. All colored people feel the same way. We mean well, so sometimes we're just late. I'm sure Keisha Cole meant well. But back to my original point, I just, I, I hate all the judgment we put on black women, man. Who cares about the attitude, man? Do you know what's going on right now? It's a pandemic. People, it is a pandemic. Who knows what she had going on leading up to the point of her getting on that camera? Y'all saw OT Genesis. Y'all saw how her man was acting. Boy, it was wild now. She had to deal with that every day. She had to deal with that on the ride there. So imagine she probably was already a little perturbed coming in because that seemed like a lot of brother to deal with. I don't know him personally, but he, he seemed like he had a lot of energy. And sometimes that's a lot to deal with. So people... Let's not judge these sisters during things like this, man. Let's just celebrate. Because we did the same thing with Brandy and Monica. Of course, they actually have history, so I get that piece. But, yo, man, let's let's keep the energy positive, man. It was beautiful seeing these sisters up there, man. I'm so glad we got to watch it. I know I got, like, mad records I want to go back. During these verses, I always, like, have mad records I want to just go back and listen to and just jam out to. Because it, just, it doesn't just bring back, like, good vibes in the moment. But it brings back past moments, past good vibes. And when you remember listening to that song and being in that element during the times, being outside during that time because we all miss being outside people we all miss being outside so that was beautiful man shout out to versus i hope it keeps up i know people were super critical of this one but i really hope they keep it going because it's just been such a big thing for the culture but moving on people moving on this is episode 10 episode 10 of the out of character podcast i am your host brian cobra my friends call me bc you can call me bc too if you listen in we appreciate you for listening for hanging out with us man like i said we have a packed show for y'all and like I said in the beginning of the show, people, it is tax season. It is tax season, people. It's time to try to get some money back. We know 2020 was a rough year, people. We know 2020 was a rough year on everybody financially. And in my mind, 2021 is the year to stack that paper. We bouncing back from everything 2020 took us, people. That means even for going outside, nigga, we going to make this this particular summer, we going to make this count for two summers because we lost last summer, people. So we are making everything back that we lost in 2020 and that also includes finances people so without further ado last episode we coined it balling on a budget with bev and we have another segment of that for y'all we're going to try to keep these coming because we know how important it is to have your finances right especially after the year that 2020 was people we understand that you know we just came through a pandemic man times are hard but there are still ways to make money there are still ways to capitalize off of things that are available to you and i believe bev has some good info for y'all especially for y'all business owners so without further ado here is my guy professor bev with balling on a budget with bev what's up kings and queens it's your boy bev uh, we're going to do the segment Balling on the Budget with Bev. Uh, BC, put that together for me, man. I like that. That, that rings. Right. So, again, as I like to do, I like to give a recap just so I can keep everybody engaged on what, what all we have done. Just in case we have some new subscribers, thank you for subscribing. Uh, we hope that you are coming in and being enlightened for various things. Not only, not only are we talking about the culture, but we're also talking about finance. We want to make sure that you understand how to manage your money. Um, so, we've discussed uh, savings. We discussed budget. We discussed debt. We got a little bit of topics in regards to preparing for tax season. But there's been this big, big conversation that's been going on. Uh, if you are a current business owner, all you've heard about is PPP loan and stimulus and where's all this money coming from and everything like that. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a quick second and talk about business finance. Um, again, don't leave me if you if you are uh, an individual and you don't have a business. It's okay because you may not know some of this may actually apply to you okay so walk with me here because uh, I'm, I'm gonna take you through a few things 
All right. So when we think about business financing, we think about the traditional way that people usually go about getting business financing. We think about a loan. How you get a loan, we all are familiar, but I'll, I'll, I'll break it down in layman terms for you. You go to a bank, you fill out an application, they check your credit, and then from there they determine if you're able to get a loan. Um, with a business, you can then have business credit. That'll be another segment. We'll go into that in a second. We won't do that right now. So just rock with me here, all right? So let's say uh, as a business, you want to be able to get a loan. So what um, Congress has done and, and the Senate has done is when they when they put that stimulus together and you all was getting those $600, there was also a big piece of that legislation that put money aside for businesses, what they call the PPP loan, okay? So that's the Paycheck Protection Program, which is the PPP loan. All right, so they had one round of that on the first uh, uh, actual legislation where they put all this money they were giving out funds to businesses. Now, again, I'm not here to talk politics, but as some of you all know who are following in the news, a lot of that money went to the bigger businesses instead of going to the small businesses, okay? This time, this go around, they had a second PPP that they put stipulations to stop, stop the bigger businesses from getting it. And now they're using it for the smaller business. Okay, so I'm gonna run through the two pieces, all right? So the first draw of PPP loans, all right? This is for businesses who did not previously receive a PPP loan. They'll be eligible to apply for a first draw up to $10 million, up to $10 million. All right, so here's, here's the criteria for that. Businesses and entities in operation on February 15th of 2020 and not permanently closed, you can be a small business, a 501c3, see this is why I said roll with me, because nonprofits are included in this, 501c19 veteran organizations, tribal business concerns that have uh, fewer than 500 employees or otherwise meet the SBA size standard. There's another piece that they're not telling you that I want you to know. If you, a, if you are a sole proprietor or a single member LLC, you can still apply for this money. I'm gonna say it again. If you are a sole proprietor or a single member LLC and you have, I'm not going to get too technical, but if you have a Schedule C on your tax return, so you do a 1040 and you have the Schedule C and that line 31 and you're able to be able to use that number and do it 2.5 times. If we, if you have that, you're eligible to be able to get some money. Now, work with me. All right. Follow me. I'm going to give you a little perks here. Okay. Roll with me. All right. So. Um, businesses in the accommodation and food service sector that employ 500 uh, employees or less. So again, if you're a restaurant, that's big. We know that you got hurt because of this pandemic. So if you if you are a restaurant, mom pop shop, apply for this money, okay? And then entities such as housing corporations, taxes and business leagues, and other organizations are eligible, okay? For the second round, so okay, so if you if you did get a first uh, PPP loan for the second round, if you want to apply and get some more funding you have used or will have used the full amount of that first PPP loan. Okay, so let me say that again. So there are some people that I'm sure that are listeners who probably took advantage of that first round. Good, I'm glad you did, because we're gonna say that's free money. I'm gonna give you a second and why I say that's free money here in a second, you hold that, okay? But if you did, in order to do the second round, you've had to use all of that money from that first round, all of it, okay? All of that had to be gone in order to be able to do the second. Okay. Uh, you were in operation on February 15th of 2020 and not permanently closed. You got less than 300 or fewer employees. And then here's the stipulation for that second round. You had to be able to uh, demonstrate, excuse me, at least a 25% reduction in gross receipts in any quarter in 2020 compared to 2019. 
All right, so let me break that down in the most simplest terms I can break it down, okay? So let's say in 2019, you would have uh, you would have had to be able to show $20,000 uh, in, 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 excuse me, $15,000 in 2019 and, oh, right versa, $20,000 in uh, 2019 and $15,000 in 2020. You would have been able to show a 25% reduction between the two. If you can show that 25% reduction, you can then apply for these funds, okay? Now, let me go back to uh, when I was talking about the, the actual free money, okay? So what now it's happening, so let's let rock with me. Let's say you got that first round of money, okay? They are offering, uh, this loan is actually offering forgiveness. Most people that know, if you think about the finance world, when you think about a loan, it isn't forgiven. <laughs> think about student loans, think about a personal loan, think about a car loan, it's not forgiven. What do you do? You pay it back. These are actually being offered the ability to be forgiven, okay? There's caveats, obviously, to that forgiveness based off of did you meet the, uh, the qualifications, which is basically that money had to be spent towards the uh, expenses that they have allocated within that. Majority of that is payroll, and then they, uh, they have some other uh, operating expenses that you can use towards, okay? If you use that money specifically for those expenses, it's forgiven. So imagine they gave you $20,000, you just got $20,000 for free from the government because it's backed by the SBA, which is the government. That's a free loan. Here is the other piece of that. So just so we don't scare anybody. Again, remember, Professor Bev or Bev told you we don't want any debt. We want to be able to, if we will, pay as less interest as possible. Here's the caveat. This loan has a 1% interest rate. Let me say that again. This loan has a 1% interest rate. You're not getting money that cheap. Okay, so if you are going to do something, if you are going to go into a leverage your business, you want to get it with the cheapest debt as possible. You got a 1% loan, 1% interest rate on this loan. And you got a maturity, uh, uh, they got maturity terms of two years or five years. You got some couple years to be able to, <laughs> be able to pay this back with 1% interest. I'm just saying. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to come in here and talk about business financing. Uh, so you all are aware there's some people out here who may be just thinking about starting a business. This PPP won't necessarily apply to you, uh, but you go through the process of actually getting a loan. If you are a business owner, sole proprietor, LLC, any of the uh, 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 single member, excuse me, single member LLC, if you have any of those stipulations and you can be able to show this reduction in gross receipts, I would implore you to go out and get this money. So all I'm gonna tell you, I can't tell you what to do. As as your uh, balling on the budget with Bev, my job is to give you the resources. From there, you choose to do with them as you please. But I will make sure my kings and queens to give you the resources. That's my job. Okay. Now, fun part. Professor Bev, part of the minute. Hope y'all ready. I got some good stuff today, man. I've been trying to drop some little gems for y'all. Don't miss out on that free money. Listen to me, listen to me now. All right, let's roll. Strive for progress, not perfection. Each day is a stepping stone towards your end goal. Some days will be harder than others, but keep pushing through. Fall in love with the process. Be patient, be patient, be patient, be patient. Work hard and remember that success, success excuse me, is dependent on your effort. You get out what you put in. Do work, my people. I appreciate you. And this has been 
your time with Balling on a Budget with Beth. We here. Ladies and gentlemen, that was another segment of Balling on a Budget with Bev. Shout out Professor Bev for always giving us free game, man, for always showing us love. And personally, I owe out of character as a small business. So these things, man, I'm taking notes while he's talking. That's why I don't be on camera when y'all watching the video because I'm literally like taking notes in my phone because I'm asking him mad questions after two. So like, let me tell you, this guy knows his stuff. Last weekend, we actually met and he helped me a lot with my finances. He got me ready for tax season. So like, this is a guy I use regularly. This is a guy that I pay to help me out with my finances. So I'm telling you guys, I would not have y'all talk to y'all if I didn't trust him. So y'all should trust him too, man. He knows what he's talking about. And y'all should reach out to him, man, at M-I-K-E-B-E-F, at Mike Bev on Instagram. Reach out to him, follow him. This is a good brother. He knows his stuff. And I know he would be more than happy to help out y'all young kings and queens with any questions that you guys have. He's a really, really good brother, man. And honestly, right now, I think it's a great, great time to talk about our sponsors for a little bit, man. I don't know what y'all think, man. But I love our sponsors over at Audible. Audible takes care of us and they take care of you by offering a free month subscription to Audible, people, to their Prime package. Audible is so dope. Now, let me tell y'all, y'all can all download this on your phone. If you got an iPhone, if you got an Android, you can download it right to your phone for free. But let me tell y'all why y'all want this subscription to Audible, people, because you get more stuff than the average bear. You get more stuff than the average bear when you have a subscription to Audible. So let me tell y'all what. We're giving y'all a free month, and this is what it comes with. You can stream the same book, the same podcast, the same memoir, the same life help book, the same, even they have cookbooks. People, Audible has cookbooks that you can listen to. You can stream all those all from one, all from all your devices, right? One book, all your devices, you can get them anywhere. You can put your phone down, open up your laptop, and you can stream the same book, the same podcast, the same memoir that you were streaming earlier, people. That is what Audible allows for you. And you can also download these things so you can use them offline. Maybe on the subway, right? Maybe you ran out of signal and you still want to read that book. You want to finish that last chapter before you get to work. Well, people, you can do that with an Audible subscription. Maybe you on the plane. Maybe you don't feel like paying $14.99 for a couple hours of Wi-Fi on the plane but you still want to access audible well if you have the subscription you can download your books and have them offline for you for those particular situations people audible thinks of everything they have thought of everything and they've also thought of a way for you to get a free month of their subscription you can just see and, and, and it's free people what is there to lose people there is nothing to lose man we all love free stuff and let me tell you this is as good as it gets when it comes to freebies so all you got to do is go to www.audibletrial.com slash t-h-e-o-o-c-p-o-d-c-a-s-t that's the o-o-c podcast that's www.com audible trial slash the o-o-c podcast t-h-e-o-o-c p-o-d-c-a-s-t man so shout out to audible man and it's so cool of y'all to give our listeners a free month man shout out to audible man we want to keep working with y'all and we hope y'all enjoy it. let us know what y'all think man for those of y'all that use audible man hit me up dm me let me know what y'all think about it even if it was before the out of character podcast because like i said audible is the the biggest streaming service in the world people it's huge man so shout out to them for believing in us but if you do use audible let us know what you think about it man i'd love to hear it man because like i said it's not just all about me maybe we'll have you on the show and you can talk about audible for us man but moving forward, last time I was very candid with you all. I was very honest with you all, and I said that I do not feel comfortable receiving the COVID-19 vaccination. Not only do I not feel comfortable receiving the COVID-19 vaccination, I've never felt comfortable receiving vaccinations of any kind. I was very candid with you guys, but when I thought about it, when I sat back, when I listened back 
to the audio. I thought, dang, man, that was, you know, that was a little irresponsible. Because just because I've had bad run-ins with doctors, with things involving the medical field, I should not hold that against my out-of-character family because y'all are listening. Y'all are listening to be educated. Y'all are listening to be inspired. And I do not want to lead y'all astray. I do not want to do or say anything that could cause you or somebody you love to get sick or get hurt. So, like I said, I don't know everything. First episode, I told y'all. I started this podcast not because I feel like I know everything, but because I feel like I know a lot of people that know a lot of things. And I am very, very fortunate enough to have a very good friend of mine, a very, very good friend of mine that is a doctor and this isn't just a phd doctor this is an md doctor a young man that has dedicated his life to not only healthcare but to benefit and help out athletes from all around the world and help them feel better feel strong keep their bodies right keep them from getting hurt keep them from getting injured and overall just keeping people healthy in general so i'm very lucky to have this friend i reached out to him i said hey bro listen man now he doesn't know that i don't really like doctors he doesn't know that i'm not a huge fan of just medicine in general, modern medicine. But I am hoping he will come on the show and help educate me and help me realize how important it is to keep a good doctor in your life and to go see the doctor regularly and to keep yourself healthy. So people, this is for you. Now, this brother is, like I said, we go way back. We actually are part of the greatest fraternity on earth. Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, the greatest fraternity on earth. We both are frat brothers, but even more than that, we both worked for the XFL before suspension. We both were very, very active in the XFL. We both left very good jobs to go to the XFL and do some dope things. And I don't bring that up to be somber, but I bring that up because to me, it was just, we, we had a dope moment. We, we brought football back to St. Louis. And for those of y'all that aren't sports fans, you might not know how big that is, but for us, it was a big deal um, with the XFL to bring football in a positive way back to St. Louis because, you know, they used to have the Rams, but they lost it. And one of, something that was crazy was that in St. Louis, he worked for St. Louis, the guy that I'm about to introduce. He worked for the St. Louis Battlehawks. He was their um, primary physician, which is fucking dope. So we both would end up on the field at the same time during a, a crazy game. It was really a crazy game. And for me, it was just so crazy to like you and, you know, somebody that you're friends with that you know a long time that you know since you were in college, since they were in college, to see you guys accomplish something and, just, and be at a point professionally that I don't know if either of us ever thought we would be at. You know, like we're at the top of our field at this point doing some great things. And for me, that's a moment that I share with him that I'll never forget. Um, and that meant so much to me. And so this is another moment that we're having, having him come on the show. Without further ado, I want to introduce my brother, Dr. Jamil. Dr. Jamil, how are you doing today, fam? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Hey, bro, we are so thankful for you taking the time to sit with us, to talk to us. I can't even imagine how busy a doctor is right now, how busy a medical professional is during times like these. So we're so grateful for you jumping on the show. Now, before we get started, you're, you've done so many different things, bro. And I, I gave you a nice little intro. I don't know if you heard it. I gave you a nice little intro, but I, I don't want to butcher all the things you have done professionally. So if you don't mind for the out of character family, do you mind giving us your credentials? Do you mind letting us know what all Dr. Jamil has done? Do you mind doing that for us? So yeah, so since this is my first time, uh, hopefully of many. So yes, yes, give, yes. Me the, give me the first time here. So I am a primary care sports medicine physician and I currently reside in St. Louis. I grew up in the Detroit area. I did my medical school and undergraduate training at Creighton University. And went on to do my family medicine residency at Nebraska Medicine, where I also was uh, chief resident. And then I did my sports medicine fellowship over in Pennsylvania. And currently I am team physician for St. Louis University 
Harris Stowe State and Fontbonne University, uh, a few high schools in the area, and then forming it with the XFL Battlehawks. So hopefully we get that again. And then um, my my practice looks like I take care of primary care, so that's all all ages, all issues, and then I also have my sports medicine practice. So like I told you guys, people, clearly he's this is a busy man. He has a lot on his resume, but that also makes him qualified. And that's why I want him to jump on the show. And don't let me speak for you, brother. Now, I know you specialize in sports medicine, but do you feel comfortable talking with us in the Out of Character family about all things concerning medicine and different types of science? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the beauty of me being able to do primary care, too. So I've been having to keep in touch with this ever since. Uh, it, it landed here a, a year ago. Now, brother, I don't know if you listened to the, the last episode, but I have been very, very critical last episode of medicine and not only medicine, but the COVID-19 vaccine. And not because I feel that there's something specifically wrong with that particular vaccination, but that I've never received vaccination before. As an adult, I have never gotten a flu shot, nothing like that. I just, it's just not something I've ever felt like I needed to do. Um, and a lot of that derives from my bad experiences with doctors. So I want to tell you that first off that I was very critical of your field, brother. I was very critical of the profession you have dedicated yourself to. So I got to be honest with that. But like I said in your intro, I do feel that maybe that was a little irresponsible of me because there might be people listening that really want to know what's up with this vaccine, really want to know the actual science behind the vaccine. So, brother, do you feel comfortable talking with me about the vaccine? Absolutely. I mean, this is this is not an argument I've, uh, I haven't heard before. <laughs> and I'm sure because there's a lot of people, especially black and brown folks, that don't feel comfortable with modern medicine. It's a, it's a thing. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. So as somebody like me, somebody that is ignorant and doesn't know any better, somebody that does not believe in getting vaccines, talk directly to me. Why should I get this COVID-19 vaccine? I kind of want to dive into two different things here. So at first, first I want to talk about like the historical reference for vaccines. So there are diseases back in the day, like polio, measles, that were a common occurrence and people were crippled or died from it through the development of vaccines, that's no longer an issue. When you have the anti-vaxxer movement in California, for instance, then you suddenly have an increase in those diseases again, and then it suddenly becomes another problem. And the other part of this that I've had some conversations with friends about is that, um, I and I understand the, the reasons to be skeptical of American medicine against persons uh, like minority persons. But at the same time, being against like the COVID-19 vaccine is a very uh, American-centric viewpoint to have. There are five different vaccines across the world that, are, that have been developed. And one of them is headed up by a black scientist. I actually got her name here. So it's Dr. Kizmekia Corbett, who is the scientific lead at the National Institute of Health uh, out of North Carolina. And so she's helped develop, develop the modern Moderna vaccine. You have another one of the vaccines who are headed up by a couple, a Turkish couple, actually. So uh, my comment was, why are we allowing uh, like white American uh, attitude to monopolize scientific endeavor? Why don't, you know, this is, we should have a little bit more of a worldly view on the benefits of, of something like this. 
And and to my surprise, I had no idea that black and brown people were actually involved in the creation of this vaccination. I don't, I'm not sure if some of the listeners do either. So I appreciate you for sharing that knowledge with me because you're telling me right now that regardless of how I feel about modern medicine and vaccinations, that if I get this COVID-19 vaccination, that I am supporting black and brown people. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, the whole idea is if you don't trust uh, medicine because they don't look like you. Right. But then you have people who look like you who are going into science and going into medicine, but then you still don't trust them. Why, why are you changing the rules? Why are you changing the bar? And see, that right there is enough for me to change my mind about this particular vaccination because I'm all about supporting black and brown folks, man. I'm all about that. But I was ignorant. I had no idea. I didn't even know that we got a chance to touch this type of science and to be a part of making vaccinations. I really never look at, oh, who made this vaccine? So I appreciate you educating me on that. And that's why we have you on the show to give us that game because I could have been leading people astray. That last last episode, brother, I told them not to support. Actually, I didn't. I told everybody to get the COVID-19 vaccination. But I admitted on my own show that I was not supporting black and brown people. And I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. But now I do, brother. So I appreciate you for that knowledge right there. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I, I hope to, to, uh, to kind of go against is just the misinformation spread. I'm all about you making your own choice uh, for what you what you do with your body. That's fine. But at least make it uh, with with good information. And that's what we want. We want people to get information. And me, man, like I told you off air, bro, I know nothing. I know nothing when it comes to science, when it comes to modern medicine. I, I am an idiot, right? But that's why I would love for you to continue jumping on the show with us, brother. Continue to talk to us about all kind of different things, man. Not just sports, not just vaccines, not just COVID, all kind of different stuff. But I do have to ask you, we're talking about this vaccine and you're saying, people go get this vaccine. But I have to ask, have you received this vaccine? I did. I, I actually got both doses of the Pfizer vaccine. When? When, when, was the, when, did, when did you receive these vaccines? So I just completed my second one about two weeks ago. Wow. So you are actually somebody that received this vaccination. Now, brother, I'm going to be honest with you. You're the first person that I actually know that has received both phases. And I know the minute you said that, everybody's listening is wondering. Tell us straight up, especially for those conspiracy theorists out there. How did you feel after both shots tell us all about it were there side effects let us know what's up yeah so the after the first one i was a little tired and i had a headache for about a day the second one i actually felt absolutely nothing but in all honesty my wife and my brother-in-law they both finished their second doses also and um, after their second ones they got really bad chills muscle aches all over uh, and they were put down for two days but it was like clockwork. 48 hours after the vaccine, they felt perfectly normal again. Wow, and to, to me, right, as somebody that already like is kind of iffy when it comes to vaccination, if I received the vaccination and I had the chills, I felt sick for even a few hours, my anxiety would go through the roof. I would think I was dying. I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. So I really appreciate you telling us that about not only yourself, but your family, because it's good to know that yes, there are side effects, people, yes, Dr. Jamil is not on here to lie to us, not on on here to sell us fake dreams. He is telling us, yes, there are side effects, but to what it sounds like, for at least from you and your family's experience, that it was very, very mild. And, I, and to me, that makes me feel good because, like I said, I don't know if there's many people that know somebody that has been lucky enough to receive both phases of this vaccination. Yeah, I mean, that part of it is, part of the, the worry that people have is like, 
oh, they all of a sudden came up with this vaccine. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, this technology isn't didn't come up when Corona came up. This is technology they've been working on vaccines for a long time. And, and then at the same time, when you had January, February of last year come around, and then all of a sudden, all of the uh, US efforts and all the other, uh, like the world's scientific research efforts said, hey, put all your money and time into uh, uh, developing this or researching this, you're gonna come up with answers a lot quicker than you normally would. So it's not like we suddenly had a vaccine in six months. And that's also good to know. That is also very good to know because not everybody knows that either. Everybody just, you know, it seems like as if this vaccination just popped up. And it happened to just pop up around the time that the elections were closing up. So I'm sure there's a lot of people that are questioning that. But we're so grateful for you to jump on the show and give us the real knowledge, give us the real game. Because you have nothing to gain from telling people to get the COVID-19 vaccination. You are just a healthcare professional that cares about the safety of not only you and your family, but America in general. So I appreciate you so much for jumping on. I appreciate you so much for giving us game, brother. And I hope to have you on the show for a bunch of different topics, man, because there's a bunch of different things that I need education on. And I'm sure the listeners do as well, man. So thank you so much for your time, brother. I know I appreciate it. And uh, I'm ready for whatever you got for me. Hey, man, we're going to have you back on, brother. Thank you so much, man. I, I wish you nothing but safety. I know that there's still plenty that could happen between now and the next time that we talk, brother. So I wish you and your family nothing but safety and good luck. Hopefully there's no more side effects to your guys' vaccinations. I appreciate it. All right, talk to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Dr. Jamil for jumping on the Out of Character podcast with us, giving us a free game and honestly educating me, educating me a little bit. Now, I don't know if I'm actually going to get the vaccine just yet or feel comfortable getting it just yet but i'm very glad he jumped on the show and you know knocked off a little bit of the doubts that i did have like i had a lot of questions and he had answers and i don't feel like that always happens so i was super super thankful that he was able to come on with us man shout out dr jamil shout out my frat brother man we hope to have him on a bunch and to give y'all some good education man because that's what we're all about here man we love having fun and being silly but at the end of the day we want to make sure we give y'all the right education so speaking of education I have, as I told you guys to start the show, I have a friend joining the show that's going to give y'all some more free game. But this free game is a little different. But before I talk to you about this friend, let me talk to you about something that has been going on and something that's been buzzing because of the young queen, Jasmine Sullivan. For those of y'all that don't know, Jasmine Sullivan is an R&B singer who recently dropped the album. The album was super dope. And there was a track that had this lyric on there that caught a lot of people's attention that had black Twitter buzzing. Y'all know I'm a fan of black Twitter. And y'all know how black Twitter loves to just grab shit, right? Just grab little lyrics and just have them shits go around all day. And they love to break down artists' lyrics, right? That's what they do on black Twitter. So Jasmine Sullivan drops this, this album, right? And it has a track on there that has this little lyric that just caught a lot of people's attention. And it says, I pay his rent if he nasty. When he be asking for money, I can't tell him no. Basically saying that she pay a nigga rent if he nasty. If he putting it down proper, she paying that rent is essentially what she's saying. And let me tell you, God Black Twitter buzzing. It was all the talk for weeks and weeks. And it got me thinking. Because y'all know I have the 90-day rule, right? You know how I feel about spending money on young women, older women, whoever. So it got me thinking. Maybe we take it a step further. Do brothers actually have sugar mamas? 
We know what a sugar daddy is, right? An older man that's paying a young lady's bills, that's helping her survive a little bit for maybe just for company. It might not even be sex related. It might just be to spend time with them on their final days. Because some of these men be old as shit, right? And, but they be having these fine younger women because they're financing their lavish lifestyles just for a little bit of company, right? And so I wondered, man, are there any young men that I know out there that have sugar mamas that maybe just need a little company? I don't know what they're doing with these women, but maybe they are getting their bills paid. Maybe they're getting their lives financed through a nice older woman. And it had me thinking, dang, do I know anybody like that? And then ding, ding, people, ding, ding, it came into my head that I do know somebody that has a legitimate sugar mama. Now, I'm not 100% sure, but... I've always thought maybe he's had multiple sugar mamas. Like the woman that he's currently with right now is a sugar mama, but I've also thought other women. Like this isn't the first time he's ventured into the sugar mama game, people. So I wanted to know if he would speak not only to me, but to my out of character family. Cause oh my gosh, what a guy, right? A guy that has been able to pull off such a feat we should be able to talk to, right? I agree, people. So what I'm about to do, hopefully he answers. I'm about to call my brother Ricky. My brother Ricky. Ricky, I'm not going to actually give his last name just in case. If he wants to give y'all his last name, he can. But my brother Ricky. I'm not even going to introduce him any other way. I'm just going to call him my brother Ricky. And we'll talk about him after the fact, okay? But let me try to call my guy real quick. My broski. Ah, my guy Ricky, this is BC with the Out of Character Podcast. How you doing, my brother? Man, I'm good, bro. How you doing, bro? How you living? Hey, bro, man, I'm blessed and highly favored, my brother. And I'm, man, I'm so happy, bro. You hit me, dog, and I was, I was able to link with you and, and be able to get a chance to call you right now, bro. I'm very thankful for your time, my G. <laughs> it's all good. Bro. That's all I love. Hey, you my God. we can link up, brother. Hey, bro, it's real, a beautiful real. thing, man. And we got a, me and you got a long history, bro. We've known each other for a long time. And we'll get to that later. We'll tell the people about that maybe another time, brother. But I called you for a very specific reason, my brother. And you you already know what the reason is, man. So we just going to get right yeah, into yeah. it, right? Now, I want to make sure I ain't lie to the people now. But my brother, is it true that you have secure? And, and brother, let me tell you, when I ask you this, I'm honoring you right now, brother. This is a celebration of you, my brother. There is no judgment in this. This is a celebration, brother. I am applauding you for sure. accomplishing this feat. But brother, is it true that you have yourself <laughs> a sugar mama? Did you secure yourself a sugar mama, young king? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I guess you can. Let's call it that. <clears throat> Don't be bashful, brother. You, you. If that's your sugar mama, bro, you say that's your that's your sugar mama. You give the you give the people the same energy that you gave me, bro. You don't you don't be bashful for the out of character <laughs> family. We not here to judge, bro. Like I said, we here to celebrate you. So if she your sugar mama, you say that shit proudly, bro. Wear that shit with a badge of honor, King. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a great, it's a beautiful thing, man. You did it. You did a big thing, brother. There's a lot of brothers out there that are listening right now that want to know how. How does one secure themselves a sugar mama? Can you walk us through it, brother? Can you start from the beginning? Man, this, this being who I am, this being me, you know, like, <clears throat> I didn't even, I didn't even uh, necessarily, wow. Uh, like uh make the move you know she was already like watching me you know what i'm saying like, yeah. so are you saying she scouted you 
yeah, yeah, like came on. It's 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 a it's it's a crazy story, bro. For real, I'd love to hear. Like way before I before I even met her, I think <clears throat> my love, my love, who I'm talking about. I, um, <laughs> I came across uh, her daughter at the time. I didn't even know. Your daughter is like um, close to my age, like 27 or whatever. And he wasn't talking like that. It was more so. I just, we was like back and forth in each other DMs. Hi, what's up? What's going on? And that was it, you know? And then from the outside in, though, looking at it, if, if I was her daughter, it looks like. Oh, I, I can't get you. I'm gonna get your mama then. You know what I'm saying? But really, it was like, man, I just came across the mom like a little afterwards, probably like a month after we was like talking to each other, like, each other DMs, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I guess you get a comment on one of my, uh, <clears throat> my posts, and I'm like, who is this, this woman, you know, this, you know, this white woman coming on my stuff. So I, you know, look at her page, whatever. Like, oh, okay, she, she looks pretty fine, you know what I'm saying? You know, and I, I don't know, for me, it's been like eternal to have older women, like, uh, to have an older woman. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I was little, it's like, it might be weird, but I just like, always had this thing, like, man, I used to like my mom friends and shit, you know, that our friends should bring over, you know, with big titties and ass. Fuck that shit out of your ass. And then as, as you got older, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, I'm 19 plus now. And then you come across the same mom friends, like, hey, I'm grown now. What's up, bro? I ain't little Rick no more. I'm fuck the shit out No. But it didn't happen like that. You know what I mean? It was like, so. And I'm coming across her, and it's the crazy thing is she older than my mom. So I'm, I'm like, damn, damn, you know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> so it's really like <clears throat> it's crazy. You know, my mom had me at a young, very young age, like 14. So my mom was a young mom in general. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but so just having her was like it was different because you know before her I had my. <clears throat> A girl, you know, plus me, my Mexican girl, you know, but her and everything. And those, it was like a different. It was definitely a a, a switch up for sure, for sure. And, and not to cut you off, real quick, because I always had this like inkling in my head, like I always had this theory that this. You said she was Mexican. This Mexican young lady was also like a sugar mama to you as well. Maybe not older than you, but like she was financing your lifestyle as well. Is that true? Nah, I, I wouldn't say that, but she did definitely, she definitely looked out for me because, like, um, what she did, <clears throat> like, everything she did was, like, she wanted something in return as well. Mm, I get you. It was, like, I still let it be known, like, I did this, so, you know, you, you, you need to be doing, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, a, I didn't want to be reminded of something that she did for me, so right. I didn't let her do for me, but it was, like, I, I was with her when I was down. Fast forward in time, I was still kind of thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like some things you just can't help, you know? Mm. You are attracted to what you're attracted to. Like, you know what I'm saying? No matter what, 
somebody else tell you. It's like, dang, like, you can't help what you're attracted to. You know what I'm saying? That's just a natural thing. <laughs> right. No, I feel you, bro. Right. Well, back to back to your lady that you have right now, right? So, you, yeah, yeah. you you told us a lot. There was a lot to unpack there, bro. There was a lot to unpack with how you met your significant other right now, right? So, you said you ended y'all ended up just DMing. How did you even find her page? Did she find you? Yeah, my love, we met on Facebook, and I came over, like, the first time, whatever, and I'm like, I think I'm smashed, I know, smash, I know, smash, you know, first night, the first night I came over here, I'm like, oh, smash, it was love, <laughs> um, you know, kind of a, a little bit of a sex addict and everything, so, yeah, I don't want to give up too much information, <laughs> but, I appreciate you, know, you being man. honest, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she was like, oh, my damn. To me, it was like, damn, it's fire. You know, we, uh, we like what we like. Whatever it is, doing sex, we like what we like. You know, my, in my preference, you're squirting all that. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Man, I love this shit. I'm, I'm coming back tomorrow, you know? <laughs> so. <clears throat> That's what won you over. Yeah, that was, that was like the first thing. That's how we even first. And kicked it off. It was just all good time. I was getting, I was, uh, <clears throat> had broke up with, uh, with my other girl, the Mexican girl. I broke up with her. And I'm like, you know, I ain't trying to go back to her. That's been very toxic, you know. Um, so let me not go back to that. And I'm like, I got this, <clears throat> this woman who's, you know, basically just saying, well, maybe I'm thinking like, all right, when we first got into it, like, I think it's just a dick, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be a dick, you know what I'm saying? She is, it's, what, why else? You know, why else is she fucking with me? Because she's successful, she got all her shit together, you know, kids is grown, moved out. Why you fuck with me? It's got to be the dick, you know what I'm saying? So that was my whole mindset. And I said, you know what, I really do, I love you, though. I really, you know, I care for you, and, Are you still cool with her daughter? Are y'all still uh, cool? What's that conversation like? No, we weren't talking like talking, talking like, like that. Like that's like, how y'all like. like that was y'all mutual we connection. That wasn't even our mutual connection because I didn't, I didn't know at the time that her mom. I didn't even know who her mom was. Oh, you know so you found that out after the fact? Like, oh shit, like. You're so and so's mom. Like I used to talk to her, and oh, okay, I got it, I got it. Right, right. It and wasn't it, like back to it back. It just so happened. It was like a coincidence. Right, because it was like a month down the road, and I came across her mom, and I still didn't know it was her mom. It's like ah actually the way you describe it it don't sound that bad initially how you described it sounded wild that don't sound as bad that just sounds like a coincidence that it sounds like you have a vast taste in women that's all that tells me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was just like hey i'm just just doing my thing i'm single right now no i'm saying i always wanted to fight like you know like 
a MILF or whatever you want to call it, Cougar. So, so it wasn't your initial intention to get somebody to be like paying for you all that, get you a sugar mama. That wasn't your initial intention. You were actually really just looking for somebody. You stumbled upon a sugar mama. Like this was by accident. This was by chance. Per se, actually, you got some good luck. Just fell into your lap. So then, how does the whole like? Even though you never like physically say like, oh yeah, you my sugar mama, like that's what you are to me. But how does a relationship like that develop? Was it off the rip? Was she just like paying for you, giving you bread, like off the rip, or is it something that like you built up over time? Yeah, it was, it was more so like that's kind of how it started, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, but I wasn't. Uh, like I didn't ask for anything, you know. So I wasn't like, "Oh, bro, I need, I need this. Can you, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me?" It's more so like, you know, she just like she she has followed me for <clears throat> a minute before I even hopped in her DMs or anything. It was like she followed me all the way from the accident, you know. Damn. <clears throat> I got into that. Uh, I got hit by a semi in 2016. And she said she knew about all that. So I'm like, dang, you been on my page for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you ain't never said nothing? She's like, I just admire, you know, what you've been through and everything. And, you know, <clears throat> not to get too deep with it, but she had somebody that had, she knew somebody that had a similar experience. And it was like, it was remarkable to her. She's like, dang, I'm just, I'm just astounded by your, you know, your recovery and everything. So I know how hard it is to, you know, bounce back from an accident like that. I'm like, oh, I appreciate it. So, isn't that special? Yeah, I, That's beautiful, right, man. That is a beautiful thing, man. Y'all relationship needs to go down in the Sugar Mama, Sugar Baby Hall of Fame. Because if I think people knew that they was getting those type of relationships were getting built off of what y'all have, I think people would have less negative rhetoric about Sugar Mamas and Sugar Babies, man. Because that was beautiful, brother. <laughs> that was a story of love that you just told me, my brother. And I appreciate you for sharing that with us, man. That was lovely. That was not what I was expecting, knowing you as long as I've known you, my brother. But... I am very happy to hear that you are happy, that you are in love, and that you found you somebody that's going to treat you right, King. Because that's what it's all about, brother. It's all about getting what we deserve and getting treated the way we deserve to be treated, brother. So shout out to you, man. We got to, bro. It's uh, it's only right. I mean, you can't necessarily look at the the age or the color. You know, sometimes look at what it is. Queens come in different shapes, sizes, and ages. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at it like that, you know what I'm saying? You never know. <laughs> it's twisted though. It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, like I ain't doing my for my own. Cause I, you know, brother, brother hey, that's what I'm talking about. Can. Talk your shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad. Brother, and like I said, man, we know it's good to have your own. But then to be able to secure somebody that's also providing to that and helping build on that and not taking from a brother. Brother, let me tell you, that is rare. Shout out to you, man. Congratulations. Like I said, <laughs> this is a celebration of my guy, Ricky. Bro, you have accomplished and done some things. I don't think I've ever seen anybody accomplish, brother. And I hope to have you back on the show again. I hope I can call you in the future and we can talk mm, about yeah, some more stuff, this, bro. I hope the show was good. I hope I didn't. 
Well, I didn't go too deep, man. I hope the show was good and, and uh, hey, brother, you did a great job, man. You did so good, like I said, bro. We got to have you back on for more, brother. I thank you so much for your time, my guy, man. I appreciate you, man. Have fun, bro. Hey, give your lady our best, man. I can't wait to meet her since you all in love and all this beautiful oh, stuff. Yeah, hey, man. you know what? We're going to check in on you later, bro, because now you're part of the out-of-character family. So we're going to check in on you later Brian, and see how you're doing. Brian, he, said, he said hi, baby. He said hi. She, she said hi. <laughs> hey, thank you, bro. That was very nice. You could have done that later, but I appreciate you doing it right now, man. Brother, <laughs> man, it's so good to talk to you, man. I got nothing but love for you, bro. You know we go way back, man. And Hey, bro, I appreciate you, man. I hope oh, you have yeah, a good night, bro. my brother. Thank you, bro. You too, man. All right, Joe. Peace. I'm going to We're going to keep in touch. Peace, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my good friend, my brother, Ricky. Like I said, I ain't going to give y'all his last name. He gave y'all a lot. He, he said a lot. Way more than I was expecting. I didn't expect it to go that route, honestly. But I can truly say you never know the type of vibe you're going to catch, Ricky. Um, let me just tell you guys one thing about this brother and one thing that you have to know about this brother is he is as genuine as they come. He just never says anything that he doesn't mean. He never does anything that he doesn't mean. And everything he does, I truly feel this brother is well-intentioned. As you can tell from the talk, I call joking and laughing. And you can tell he actually was very conscious of every decision he had made. He was very aware of what was going on. And you can tell this brother is very insightful, man. So shout out to my guy, Ricky. And shout out to him because at the end of the day, no matter how humble he was about it, my man secured himself a sugar mama and it sounds like he knows how to keep it too it sounds like she was in the room low-key man so my man played it very cool he played it right and honestly i expect nothing less because that is not only how you secure your sugar mama people but that is how you keep your sugar mama so i hope y'all was listening man because he really was he really was kicking it to y'all smooth let me tell y'all man ricky is a great guy i hope i have him on the show more the story behind how me and him met it's insane, but it's for another It's for another day, man. That was a past life, but that's my guy. Shout out to Ricky, man. I'm so glad he was able to jump on the show. Now, people, we've come to the end, baby. We've come to the end of the road. This is episode 10 of the Out of Character Podcast. I am your host, Brian Colwood. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC, too, if you're listening, and we appreciate you for listening. But before we go, people... You know we have to shout out a black business and longtime listeners of Out of Character will be very, very familiar with this next black business that I want to shout out. It's my guys over at The Art of Young. The Art of Young is a brunch spot over in Waterbury, Connecticut. And let me tell you guys, it is one of the best brunch spots I have ever had. And it's a black owned business. Three brothers joined together and opened this business up. And man, I just, I love them, man. I've shouted them out before. I've actually had them on an episode of You Better Ask Somebody. One of my favorite episodes, man, we went over to their spot. So if you want to see what it looks like, you want to catch the ambiance. If you want to even see what the owners look like, man, go to our YouTube page. Go to You Better Ask Somebody, Art of Yum episode. It's our most recent um, You Better Ask Somebody, I believe. And, man, let me tell you, them guys were great. They were so nice, man. They was cool. They let us in the establishment, man. They let us drink. They liquor. They had a good time with us. So I just wanted to shout out that black business because, man, outside might be opening back up, man. They say the vaccine is saving lives, people. They say the vaccine is working. You heard what Dr. Jamil said. It might be all good for the summer, people. So that means you gotta have those brunch spots. And for all my listeners that are in Connecticut or in the Northeast period and happen to be driving through Connecticut, stop off in Waterbury. Stop off at the Art of Yum, a black business.
business that is booming. They're honestly trying to expand. They're trying to go to Hartford too. So be on the lookout for that. Go follow them at The Art of Yum. That's T-H-E-A-R-T-O-F-Y-U-M. The Art of Yum. Go follow them, people, man. The brothers are great. The owners are amazing. And if you want to learn more about them, man, check out the You Better Ask Somebody episode, man. They did a great job. They drank a lot, man. They had a lot of fun and they gave a lot of free games to y'all, man. So I always think it's so important when it's not only a black business, but a black business ran by multiple entities because it's not easy to come together. People are busy. People have their own schedules. People have their own hustles. So when people are able to come together and create something beautiful, I love it, man. I love the teamwork. I love the camaraderie, man. It's beautiful. So shout out to the Art of Young. Had to shout out them before we ended the show. But people, we are here. We are at the end of the road. This is the end of episode 10 people episode 10 we in double digits now people we are in double digits now what a milestone man i am so honored to be able to do this with y'all i am so honored to be able to have this podcast talk to y'all i'm honored to those of y'all that listen that care to listen that talk to me that respond to me that ask me questions man i can't wait to get to episode 100 with y'all and look back on episode 10 people man this has been so dope this is the out of character podcast i am your host brian Colbert. my friends call me bc you would call me bc too if you're listening and if you're listening we are appreciate you for listening episode 10 people in the books we did it we done shout out to all y'all man i love y'all god bless